Olivier. And I'm Rosé. And you're listening to Olivier and Rosé, the podcast where two girls get drunk and watch movies that Katie... That's me! ...has never seen. Katie, what movie did we watch today? The World's End. We were literally just talking about it. How did you already forget? I forget because I get so nervous. <laughs> and I don't even get nervous, I just get, like, I forget. I immediately forget every time we do this. That's correct. We watched The World's End. Yes. Um... It was released in 2013. <coughs> Excuse me. It was directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, it was written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. It runs for one hour and 49 minutes. Um, before I go into the main cast, Katie, what did you think this movie was about? <coughs> <laughs> the World's End. This movie is about aliens taking over the world. It's the apocalypse on a whole new level. Aliens come down and possess humans, and there's a group of people that have to stop them. It's... Sorry, hold on. (laughs) I can't speak. Oh. (laughs) I was trying to be funny. Is this kind of the plot of Shaun of the Dead? Maybe. Do I have any creativity? (laughs) Is this kind of the plot of Shaun of the Dead? Maybe. Do I not have any creativity? Yep. Sorry, it like autocorrected my words so it didn't come out as I was meaning them to. <laughs> Just piece those together, it's fine. I mean, you're pretty fucking spot on. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think I was when I started to watch it, but I guess I'm kind of right. Yeah, they're yeah. aliens. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the main cast is Simon Pegg, who plays Gary King, Nick Frost, who plays Andy Knightley, Martin Freeman, who plays Oliver Chamberlain. Patty, fuck, I meant to look up how to say his last name. Considine? Considine? Yeah. Sure. Who plays Stephen Prince. Eddie Marson, who plays Peter Page. And Rosamund Pike, who plays Sam Chamberlain. If you'll notice, all of their names are, like, royal positions. Yeah. yeah. King, Knightley, Chamberlain, Prince, and Page. Yes. So, basically, this movie... Is five year or five friends get together after like twenty years to finally finish the Golden Mile, twelve pubs, twelve pints. Mm-hmm. They tried it once when they were kids, but I think they got through what like five, yeah, pubs together. Together, kind of not even together because I think only three of them made it. Yeah, to the five pubs. So the movie starts out with Gary King and he's in like a, it looks like an AA meeting almost. Yes. And he's like, oh yeah, we did. We tried to do this. And he tells this whole story about how they went to the pubs. And then after, I think the third one, um, Oliver dipped out. And they used to call Oliver Omen because mm-hmm. he had like a, a six on his head. So like yeah. Omen, like the Omen. Oh, uh, that, I didn't understand that, but now I do. Now yeah, I it took better. me a while. I was yeah. like, what? Oh. Yeah, because I was like, why is he so upset that he's, his name is O-Man? Yeah. That's like, O-Man. O-Man, yep. Classic British people, I can't understand the dialect. <laughs> so then, like, how he drops out after the, like, the third pub, I believe, and then that's a good thing, because later Gary sleeps with his sister in the bathroom. Yes. And then by the end, it was just him, Andy, and Stephen that had made it to the end to watch the sunrise on the hill. Yeah. So... Gary decides that he wants to do this again because it was the best time of his life. So Gary goes and rallies all the guys, and none of them seem too thrilled 
to see him when he shows up. But he somehow convinces all of them to come to their hometown to try the Golden Mile again. Um, And the way that he convinces Andy is that he says his mom has died. Yes. Um, At the first bar, the first pub, which is called The First Post, they all say that the pub looks different because it's been taken over and starbucked or like starbucking something along those lines like they're basically just franchising them so they all look the same mm-hmm. while there andy orders a water and gary's super upset even though andy doesn't drink because of some accident that we have yet to learn about gary pounds his beer and they move on to the next pub the old familiar when they walk in it is exactly the <laughs> same as the first pub while they are there oliver gets a call from his sister sam and tells her to meet them at the pub. And when Stephen and Gary hear that they're coming, that she's coming, they both get really excited. They talk about how Stephen liked her first, and they even, and then they reminisce about high school a little bit. <coughs> Sorry. When she gets there, Sam goes into the bathroom and Gary follows her. And is like, what? Like, you gave me the sign. And she's like, what's the sign? Yeah. And he's like, you went into the bathroom. So, I, I followed. <laughs> so she slaps him and then she immediately leaves. The next stop is the famous cock. However, Gary has been banned for life. He's upset about this because he wants to have a drink at every pub. Otherwise, it's not worth it. There happens to be three, like, half-drank beers sitting on a table outside the pub, so yeah. Gary drinks those. Um, also, this reminded me of a time when, the first time I visited Ireland, we went to the Guinness factory. Mm-hmm. Um, there were men at the Guinness factory at the sky? I always say it wrong. So it's probably not Sky Lounge. It's but the place that looks over. Yeah, all of Ireland. Or <laughs> not all of Ireland, but like you, you see, can see like, all of Dublin, and yes. they like there's a map on the window. Yes, and- exactly. So there were like maybe two guys there that people like couldn't finish their Guinness, and I was not 21 yet, so like I was like I cannot finish this Guinness. I am a little baby. I don't drink beer, and they were just drinking like on like half drinking beers that people would just leave there, and I couldn't finish it, so I was like, well, I just know these two fucking weirdos with beards will drink we'll it. drink it. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, it's disgusting. Gross. Like, strangers' beers. That, like, had been there for so long that, like, they clearly weren't coming back, so they were like, oh, okay, I'll drink it now that it's warm. So disgusting. Okay. But I was like, I've seen that before <laughs> in real life. <laughs> that seems familiar. People do that when they have a problem. <laughs> uh, the next pub that they go to is called The Cross Hands, and while they're there, they talk about the marmalade sandwich, which is two blondes <laughs> and a redhead in the middle. <laughs> Ow. Sorry. It just hit my headphones really hard. Um, they also run into the guy who used to bully Peter, and that guy doesn't recognize Peter at all, and he's upset, and he's kind of opening up about it, and Gary just slams shots on the table. Andy gets mad at him and says that they all, like, they should get out of, um, New Haven. Newton Haven. And they're like, no, all the buses are gone, like, we can't go back to London. They're like, fine, we're just gonna go back to the B&B. So Gary gets mad, and he goes into the bathroom, and he leaves his phone on the table, and when he does, his mom calls. His mom that he told everybody died. So, while Gary's in the bathroom, a young kid comes in, and Gary gets in a fight with him. And when Gary slams him into the toilet, his head comes off and his 
blood is blue. Which, honestly, good thing that that kid's a robot, because if he wasn't, then Gary would have just killed someone. Yes. Like, like you could tell he was like, oh, fuck, I just killed this guy, but then he was like, wait, what the fuck is happening with his head? Exactly. The guys come in to confront Gary about his mom, and the other young kids come in, and they have a battle royale. They cross hands at the cross hands. Oh, yeah, they do. Everyone tries to call someone, but no one can get through on their phones. They realize that the whole town has been changed, and that's why no one recognizes them. So all five of the guys sit back down at the table, and they're like, to be inconspicuous, and they're like, okay, we have to go back to London. And the only person who doesn't want to do this is Gary, obviously. However, no one can drive, because they've all been drinking. Mm -hmm. They're five pints in at this point. Hold on, I haven't pulled up. They're fourth. They're at the fourth bar right now. Um, so there are four pubs in at this point, so no one can drive. And then Stephen points out that actually Andy can drive because he's a teetotaler. Yeah. And then they turn to him and he's just, uh, slamming the five shots. Literally like it's water. Yeah. It's disgusting to watch. <laughs> but also impressive. Yeah. Because I'm sure they weren't actually shots in the movie, but like, it's ridiculous. It's literally like someone taking... Four to five shots of water, mm-hmm. but you're thinking it's actually alcohol, so it's just like, oh, done, oh, done, oh, done. Yeah. That's disgusting. So now that he's taking all those shots, definitely no one can drive. Like, I don't even know what that's supposed to even be. Yeah. No matter what it is, it's a clear liquid. <sighs> like, Sorry. It's a clear liquid, so no matter what it is, it's disgusting. Exactly. So, because none of them can drive now, they decide to just go to the next pub in order to not be suspicious. Don't, don't be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> I'm glad that you got that, because I'm pretty sure that I ended that sentence like that specifically so that we could do that. <laughs> we have a TikTok problem. I'm addicted to TikTok. <laughs> What's that? that one TikTok that's like, it's like, when you download a TikTok as a joke, but now you're addicted and can't get off of it, check. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the next pub is the Good Companions. They have one drink and then head to the next, the trusty servant. Mm-hmm. While there, they see the Reverend Green, who is the guy who used to sell them drugs. While Oliver is in the bathroom, they talk to the Reverend and find out that he is, in fact, still him. And he's happy about the situation with the, quote, robots, but he does say, like, they're not robots because robot means slave and they're not slaves. It seems like he gets in some sort of trouble, and these two other men tell all the friends to leave. Oliver comes out of the bathroom, and he's, like, super chipper, and they head to the next pub. Uh, The two-headed dog is the next pub. So the bartender there is super friendly, and the guys are like, that's weird, I don't remember him being that friendly, but okay. Especially since up till now, no one even recognized them. Exactly. Like, no one recognizes them, and then they go into this pub, and the guy recognizes them, and he also uses the exact same words that Gary used at the first bar. Yeah. So it's like, something weird's going on. Mm-hmm. So the guys... <coughs> excuse me. The guys are trying to come up with a term for the robots, because they keep using them, and it's getting super confusing, and then Gary says he doesn't know what pronouns are. It's like a classic drunk... Yes, like, honestly. funny guy movie, yeah. Yes. A movie scene. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about that, and 
in walks Sam with the twins, who she was, you know, meeting up with. Gary pulls her into the toilet and is like, I have something, like, don't worry, I'm not here to have sex with you. I have to tell you something. Unless you do want to have sex. And then I'll tell you after. She's like, tell me now. So he tells her what's going on, and she's like, yeah, okay, I don't fucking believe you. So she goes out to have a cigarette with the twins, and when she does tell them, she's like, yeah, Gary thinks that the town's full of robots and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, did you believe him? Like, in unison. Did you believe him, Sam? Mm-hmm. Super cre- creepy. So Gary comes out and fights the twins, the two-headed dog. Yeah. And then Steven joins them. And this whole time, everybody else has still been in the pub trying to come up with a name. This is also when Steven tells Sam that he's always loved her. Yeah. Um, they go back inside and they decide to go to the next pub, the Mermaid, which is, if you look at the sign, the Marmalade Sandwich. Mm. And the Mermaid is where they actually get distracted by the girls and they're dancing with them. Yeah. When they get there, Gary calls Oliver, oh man, and he doesn't seem to mind or get mad. Mm-hmm. Steve and Sam are talking about how he told her that he loved her. And Oliver shows up with drinks, and then Stephen gets, like, kidnapped and dragged backwards. It turns out to be Basil, a.k.a. Filch, a.k.a. Walter Frey, a.k.a. the guy from Hot Fuzz who had all the guns and the sea mine in his shed, because England has two actors. Yes. And he's gonna tell them the truth about Newton Haven. He tells Stephen that they don't want to completely wipe out the human race, just merge with us. He also says that all they need is your DNA to make a copy of you, which is why he drinks out of a straw. And he's like, why do you think I drink out of this crazy straw? Not so crazy now. Yeah. After he, or as he's explaining this, we also see the three blanks doing just that with Gary, Peter, and Andy. Yeah. So they're getting their DNA. Sam and Steven try to get everyone out of the bar, but Oliver stops them. Drunk Gary listens to Oliver and they go to the next pub, the Beehive. At the Beehive, they run into their old teacher, Pierce Brosnan, Mm -hmm. and he tries to convince them that the blanks are good, and Oliver agrees. While they're talking, Andy notices that Oliver has his demon mark back, so he smashes him in the head with a chair, and it turns out that Oliver is a blank. So, they call him Omen because he had that demon mark, but then he gets it lasered off. Yes. But when the- he gets, like, made into this robot blank thing- Mm -hmm. They, um, they leave the demon mark there, and that's how Andy notices that it wasn't him. Pierce Brosnan stands up and says that if the humans will not join them willingly, then they will have to go and merge them by force. Andy goes wild, and he's like, I hate this town! And a giant fight ensues. Gary tries to finish his drink the entire time. Yes. Um, the fight ends when their teacher walks back in after... Andy's already fucking destroyed him, yeah. yeah. Gary and Sam get out, and he sends Sam away. Gary tries to jump a fence in the classic This Edgar Wright trilogy. Yep. And he heads to the smokehouse to meet up with the others. They all show each other their scars because they realize that the blanks are just that. Blank. So Mm -hmm. he's like, hey, like, Steven, we were doing this, and you fell on, on a bottle. Yeah. Like, you have a scar. Show us your bum. Yeah. And then he's like, nice! And they pull his pants up, back, back up. But So everyone has a scar, but Gary doesn't want to show his arm to prove he's himself, so he does it by slamming his head against a post. Yeah. Uh, this is also where we find out that the um, accident that Andy was in 
was because Gary overdosed and Andy was so drunk, but he had to take him to the hospital, yeah. and they got in a really bad accident, and he almost died. So that's why he doesn't drink. So they go to the next pub, and Peter gets left behind. He beats up his bully, but then gets captured by the blanks. Uh, so it's just Andy, Stephen, and Gary left. They want to leave, but Gary wants to finish it. They knock out Gary, but then they have to go. <clears throat> excuse me, go into the King's Head pub. Yeah. Which is number 10. Gary runs out because he wants to finish the crawl. He's like, ah, we got so close. Like, there's only two left. Andy follows him, and the pub he heads to is the hole in the wall. Gary runs in and pours himself a pint while Andy fight fights off the blanks. Then Steven drives a car literally through the wall. Mm-hmm. Andy hesitates as Gary runs towards the world's end, and Steven gets taken by the blanks. The car gets, like, dragged back by the giant robot sculpture thing. Yeah. When Andy's chasing Gary, he, quote, punches his wedding ring out of a robot's tummy. Mm -hmm. Gary and Andy get in a fight in the world's end, and we find out that Andy's wife has left him, and Gary didn't want to show his arms because he tried to kill himself. He wanted to finish the crawl so bad because it was all he had. So Gary goes to pour himself a drink, and the bar just, like, like, goes underground. Yeah. And there's blanks everywhere. And the blanks show Gary what life could be. And they're like, look, you can be young. And he goes, oh my god, I'm so cute. (laughs) But then he rips the head off of his blank and is like, there's only one Gary King. Um, The network says that Earth is the least civilized planet in the galaxy and that they have come to fix it. And Andy and Gary are basically just arguing with them and being like, well, fuck you. Like, Earth is Earth, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then Steven shows up, and they're all like, whoa, yeah, Steven! And they're, like I said, just arguing with the network. And they argue with it so much that eventually it's just like, fuck it. And it leaves. <laughs> That's true. There's no use arguing with him. Exactly. So the blanks, it, the network leaves, the blanks all fall down, and they, like, run out of the pub, and it starts to burn down and kind of, like, explode a little bit. And then Sam shows up, and they're like, oh, you came back for us. And she's like, yeah. Well, I got lost on the ring road, but yeah. (laughs) So they're running, and they're trying to get out of the town super fast. And they end up driving right over the ring road, which is good, because obviously Sam can't handle it. The car still gets fried, though, and they all end up on the same hill as they did the first time they tried the Golden Mile. We cut to Andy, and he's telling the story about what happened and kind of what he's like everyone remembers where they were when all the power went out on earth blah 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 and now he's back with his wife and he's like oh yeah the blanks all woke up and they just went about their lives (laughs) poor oliver doesn't have half of his head so he makes his head a soccer ball yeah (laughs) um, with eyes (laughs) sorry peter just goes back to his life and they're like i don't even know if his wife noticed right um and then <laughs> Stephen and Sam end up together, and they're like, and they shacked up right outside of London. It's a nice little shack, too. Yeah. And Andy's <laughs> talking about how there's no junk food that he he's like, you know, we all had to go organic in a big way. And honestly, yeah. I can't really think of a junk food that I missed. And then a yeah. Cornetto wrapper just flies across the fence. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't really know what happened to Gary. Like... We got split up, and I never saw him again, blah, blah, blah. 
But Gary has actually teamed up with four blanks and he goes on adventures. Yes. And it ends with him walking into a bar with like four of the blanks and they are going to start a, a bar fight per usual as this movie goes. But it's like four of his friends blanks. Yeah, it's like, like the young the young versions. versions of his friends. Yes. Yeah. Which I feel like is him in a nutshell. Yeah. And that's it. That's how it ends. With Gary about to start a bar fight. Yeah. And he's like, they call me the king. In a bar that says, no blanks allowed. Yeah. Which is interesting that they started that. Night. I was gonna say, that's literally my only, like, qualm with this movie. Like, like, I don't know if qualm is the right word, but... Issue with the plot? Yeah, is that they're like, we're just gonna call them blanks. And they, and they land on the word blank because they can't come up with anything. So they're like, oh yeah, well... We just had a blank with the blanks, like... Yeah. But they also are blank, like, there's nothing to them, there's no substance. Yeah. they're starting fresh. Yeah. So I get that. Exactly. Let's yeah. have a double entendre, if you will. That is the end. Yeah. It's the end of this movie, the end of the Cornetto trilogy. Wow. It's... When was the time? When was when? That was our first episode. It was the second? Yes. Third? Sorry. Yes, it was our third episode. But, but it, it was, was the like... first time we ever recorded. We recorded yes. Shaun of the Dead. And now we're on episode 50. Wow. The Thanks. We got... We've come so far. It's been years now. It's 2020. We started in 2019. Did we? No, we started in 2018. It had to be 2018. Yeah, we started in 2018. Because we've been doing it for at least a year. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So basically, in like October, September, October, fall of this year will be two years. Yeah, because we just had our anniversary. Remember, I got champagne and little cupcakes? Yes. That's so cute. I just think it's funny, though. It's taken us this long to finally finish. 50 minutes. Yeah, finish the um, Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, I remember not liking this one as much, so I think I was kind of like pushing it off. Yeah. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the exact same. Okay. I wasn't sure if, because I remember us talking about it, and I wasn't sure if this was your favorite, or if Shaun of the Dead was your favorite. Hot Fuzz is my favorite. Hot Fuzz is your favorite. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I like Hot Fuzz so much. Which one did you, did you see that one first? I think so, probably. Okay. That makes sense. But, no, I like them all. They're all very funny. Yes. But, yeah, and now it's over. Mm-hmm. Forever. I really wanted to get us Cornettos, but we don't live in England, so. Yeah. I saw them in Ireland, and I literally Snapchat you, I remember, the last time that we were there. And I was like, I kind of want to go in there. But, like, which color, like, which flavor would I get? I don't know. Exactly. I would want to get all three. Yeah. You need to get one of each. Yes. Alrighty. So, uh, Katie, what time is it? It's time for Fog Mary Kia. <laughs> Alrighty, so um Sam Sam is who? This the girl. Oh. Oh. The I sister. I think I will marry her. Yeah. Because I want to fuck her. But I also love her. 
And literally when we were watching it, I was like, oh, that's Gone Girl. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was like, isn't that Gone Girl, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, it is. And I, was, and I immediately was like, let's watch it. I fucking love that bitch. Uh, Peter. He's the smaller oh, one that got bullied. I have to kill him. Yeah. What else did he play? I felt like he played, like, a goblin or something in, like, Harry Potter. Like, he's not he's just, the best looking. Nah. Uh, Eddie, I feel like he's in a lot of stuff, because, like I said, England has two actors. Yeah, England's like, let's keep you here. Let's not bring in. He also, in. you probably recognize him, because I feel like they're all in each other's movies. Movies. Yeah. So, specifically, like, I know that, um, the guy who plays Steven, and then the guy who plays Oliver yeah. are in Shaun of the Dead for, like, a hot sec. It's when yeah. they, like, cross each other and they come across another group that's yes. basically just them. I was gonna say, because Oliver, the guy who plays Oliver, I've seen in multiple movies, yeah. I'm he's, sure, but I don't know what. He's very famous. Like... He was in Sherlock. He played okay. Watson. And yeah, then he's that, also... What um, he's in? He's also, I know you haven't seen this one, but he's in The Hobbit. He plays... Yeah, the Hobbit. One of the Hobbits. Or the, the Hobbit. He's the Hobbit? He plays Bilbo Baggins. Damn, Bilbo! I thought that was Elijah Wood. No, Elijah Wood is Bilbo's nephew. What? So, in Lord of the Rings? Martin Freeman is not in Lord of the Rings. He's in The Hobbit, like, okay. movies. Right. Um. But Bilbo is... Like, Bilbo's old in Lord of the Rings, and in The Hobbit, Bilbo is young, and Martin Freeman plays young Bilbo. Oh. Um. I don't know if I get that yet, but I'm so confused. I'm trying to look for something that this guy is in, and I don't really, I don't think there's anything that I think you would have seen. I just know him. Yeah, he's just familiar. Oh! I mean, I don't know who he was in this, but it says he was in V for Vendetta. I don't know who he was in V for Vendetta. Oh, really? Um. Just like stereotypical British man. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, look it up, but it says you're future. I'll go. I'll look on this one more time. One more time. We're gonna celebrate. Oh it's yeah. Alright. One, two different parts of the song. <laughs> celebrate uh, tonight. Celebrate. One more time. You just got the feeling so great. We're gonna celebrate. I heard a J-Lo song when I was coming back from the gym yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this fucking song? It's a fucking bump. And I, like, turned my radio all the way up. I was like, I think this is motherfucking J-Lo. And it was J-Lo. And I forget the song of it, but it was like, ah, dicks. I'm going to look it up now. Moving on. Stephen Prince. Stephen Prince is the one who loves Sam. Yes. Um, I'd fuck him, probably. I don't really think he's that attractive or anything, but, like, physically. But I feel like, I don't know, he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be he's down. He's nice. Uh, Oliver. 
Um, oh man. Mm-hmm. I'd fuck him. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Andy. Huh. Oh my god, I love him. I'll marry him. Yeah, he's a little cute. In this movie, for sure. Um, also the guy who plays Steven plays DS Andy Wainwright in Hot Fuzz. You know, one of the ones who's like, there's like the two Andys in Hot Fuzz that always give them shit. I forget. They're like, they're one of the cops. Mm-hmm. There's like two cops that are with the main cops. Yeah. The guy who plays Steven is one of them. Sorry. What's your song? Okay, I have to stop because I will go on forever. Baby. I literally was like, oh shit, why do I know every song to this fucking <laughs> song? And I was like, oh, it's fucking J-Lo. That's why. She's Bay. And she J-Lo looks is better bae. than ever. Like, as a woman who's never aged, that's, like, that's her. Yeah, that's... That's like Cher, J-Lo, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, it's not fair. No, Stop it's not it. fair. Because um, they got more famous and more rich as they got older, so they were like, you know what? I'm going to pay someone to only make me very organic meals that yep. are good for me and work my ass out. Yep. Alrighty, and then finally, Gary. Gary, oh god. I feel like... I'm going to say I'll fuck Gary. Yep. But, like, as a 28, almost 29-year-old Caitlin Olivier, that is me, I'm not gonna fuck Gary, but, like, I would have fucked Gary. Yeah, like, young young Katie would have fucked young Gary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. But the fact that he is a 40-year-old man. Oh, yeah, no. And he, like, doesn't have his life together. Yeah, not about that. It's not attractive at all. No. Yeah. Not drawn to it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of 20-year-olds in their 20s have that same issue. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Which we've talked about at ad nauseum. Yep. And that's not attractive at all. But, like, you know, if I didn't have any respect for myself or, you know, the life or any progress that I've made on my mental health, then yeah, I would fuck them. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so let's see. What'd you say? You said, fuck Sam. Yep. Kill Peter. Yes, he's so ugly. Fuck Steve. Mm-hmm. Fuck Oliver. Mary Andy. Fuck young Gary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess Katie's a big fat whore this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like for the I past- mean, I'd give it a day in between each. <laughs> so I'm not an animal. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big cast. Alrighty. Uh, Katie, what time is it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna just eat myself. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the fun facts. Woo! Okay, so we already kind of talked about this, but the main character surnames all have royalty or court connections. Huh? Gary King, Andy Knightley, Peter Page, Stephen Prince, and Oliver Chamberlain. Um, as this is the conclusion of the Cornetto trilogy, again, which we talked about, the Cornetto used is a green one, which is peppermint with chocolate chip ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, according to Edgar Wright, the writer and director, green represents science fiction and extra- extraterrestrial elements, which is obviously the main motif of the film. Yeah, that's the only reason why that was my plot summary. Because yeah. I knew of the colors that were in the Cornetto trilogy. Yep. 
Had I not known that, I would have not known anything in this movie. Shaun of the Dead was obviously red for all the blood, which was a strawberry flavor. And then Hot Fuzz was blue, Mm -hmm. which is vanilla, which is symbolizing the police. Yes. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. (laughs) Um, In every pub, the emblem of the network, five vertical lines, longest in the middle, can be seen on the beer taps. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, this is the third movie in the Cornetto trilogy in which one of the main characters jumps but falls over a fence, and the second time in which Simon Pegg's character jumps but fails. Yes. Um, in each film in the Cornetto trilogy, the main action scene is in a pub. Yep. 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 I get that. Okay, this is long and I literally just copied it, so just bear with me. Okay. Each of the names of the 12 pubs foreshadows the events that take place there. The first pub they visit is the first post. The interior of the old familiar is exactly the same as the first post. Oh, fuck me in the ass. That's so true. Gary King is finally recognized as a band teenager in The Famous Cock. Yep. They work together during a fight at the Crosshands. Oh my god! My face is so big! All of the guys are acting like they are happy, except Gary, which is reflected in the sign for the Good Companion, which shows four sad masks and a happy one. The drug dealer, Reverend Green, is met in the Trusted Servant. The bitchy twins are met in the Two-Headed Dog. At The Mermaid, the characters are tempted to their downfall by beautiful women. Yep. The characters fight off swarms of enemies at the Beehive. Oh my god! At the King's Head, Gary King makes a last stand and decides to continue his journey without anyone else's help. A car is driven through the hole in the wall, leaving a literal hole in the wall, and the events transpire at the world's end lead to the end of the world. Yes. I knew this was gonna be, like, symbolism and all those things, but I was just, like, not paying attention. I was just trying to, you know, take in the movie. They also do the same thing that they do. It's part of the Cornetto trilogy, where, like, when he tells the story of the original, like, when they originally did it, yep. that's absolutely what happens. Yeah. When they're like, oh, Oliver doesn't make it. Like, he didn't make it past this bar. He didn't because that's the bar where he went in and became a blank. Right. And it's always the same three, just like in Shaun of the Dead, where they're like, oh, we're going to have a Bloody Mary, do this, like, do yep. this, and it foreshadows yes, everything. Yes, It's like a, is it a double entendre? Maybe? What's a double entendre? Alexa? What's a double entendre? A noun double entendre is not defined as a double meaning. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, the decor of each of the pubs, the number of the pub according to the order of the Golden Mile, will appear prominently somewhere on a chalkboard or a sign within it or on mm. the table. And... I knew this, and I still fucking didn't see it anywhere until, obviously, the last one when he walks in and there's just, like, a 12 on the table. Yeah. Um, the opening narration... I got fucking ahead of myself. The opening narration by Simon Pegg about the original pub crawl the friends failed to complete is a blow-by-blow foreshadowing of what happens to the characters later on in the film. True. Um, in the last scene of the movie, when Gary says... They call me the king. He mm-hmm. strikes the same pose as Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Yeah. That fun fact is for other people, not Katie. She's no. good shit. Nope. Um, all the blanks wear blue or green. Oh, interesting. Yep. That's 
be really bad. We can pause. Go okay. Pee. <laughs> I can see you like shaking like, your legs. <laughs> we're pee on your couch. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. Katie's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 Um. Also, fun fact for other people that Katie doesn't care about, but is interesting, along with the fact that he strikes the same pose as Aragorn. The sword that Simon Pegg's character uses in the final scene of the film is a replica of Gandalf's sword, Glamdring, from the Lord of the Rings film trilogy. Glamdring? Glamdring. Okay. Uh, when talking about the Three Musketeers, Gary says, I think they missed the trick only having three, because then they'd have five, then two could have died, and still would have three left. Later, Peter and Oliver are killed and replaced, leaving Gary, Stephen, and Andy. Mm-hmm. Also, the name the king's head was used in Shaun of the Dead as well. Yes. I remember that. And, which I didn't put out as a fun fact because I was just going to talk about it, but if you look at, that's a bad photo, let me pull it up on my phone, um, the sign, sorry, I couldn't think of that word for whatever reason, for the king's head looks like Simon Pegg. <laughs> so. In which movie? In this one. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then I could al- see that. Also, mm-hmm. I think, I feel like the trusted servant looks like someone, too. Yeah, the sign for the trusted servant looks like Reverend Green, and then there's two guys in the background, mm-hmm. which is exactly what happened at the trusted yes. servant. Yep. Basically, they put a lot of work into these signs. In the symbolism of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And the same, with like, like I said, for um, the good companion. It's four sad faces and one happy. Oh, yeah. So, I'll post all of these on Instagram. Can I post 12 photos? Don't think so. I think the max is 10, so. Really? In one story? No, in like a... Oh. Those, like, swipey thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Wait, so, did they do Shaun of the Dead first? Yeah. Okay. It was Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz... And okay, so we, we watched them in order. Yeah. Yeah. So Yanni. Yeah, big day. I know. Just Sunday. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, Shaun of the Dead was two thousand four. Hot Fuzz was two thousand seven, and this was twenty thirteen. Okay. So. Makes sense. Yeah. We watched them in order. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Hmm. Which means that it's time for the J rating. I don't know why I hold my hand in front of my mouth like this every time. <laughs> it's like you're gonna make your voice louder. Yeah, it's not happening. I think that you are gonna give this movie a shit stoke. Hmm, okay, I'm gonna give this movie a. Hell yeah. I was I was gonna say hell yeah, yeah, but I was worried that this one is too science fiction-y for you, because mm-hmm. I knew that you liked the other two, but those are like a zombie movie and then like a cop movie. Like, yeah. This one is all yeah. 
aliens. And- I mean, I think it really has to say to which one you watch first, because yeah. I still think I like Shaun of the Dead more, and mm-hmm. then I like this one, and then I like Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Because I think I just like... And in, in each movie, like Simon Pegg and what's his name? Nick Frost. Nick Frost, they play completely different characters, and I really like... Kind of dumb Simon Pegg. Yeah, is that the one? Wait, which one's which again? Simon Pegg's the skinny one. I like Simon Pegg being like a little bitch. Yeah. And then Nick Frost being like a fucking douchebag, basically. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, I like them playing that kind of character. And it's weird when, like, Nick Frost is... Wait, which one's which again? Nick Frost is the bigger guy with brown hair. Okay. It's weird when Nick Frost is stupid. Like, I just like to be stupid. And it's weird when Simon Pegg's like a good two shoes, and then it's weird when Simon Pegg is like a badass. Like I don't like that. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually one of the fun facts was about their different characters and how like in the first one, in Shaun of the Dead, like Simon Pegg doesn't really have his life together, but is yeah. like I don't know, an adult. Right. And then Nick Frost is just kind of like his dumb fucking roommate. Yeah. And then in Hot Fuzz, like, Simon Pegg's a hardo and is just, like, yes. a super cop. And Nick Frost is just, like, this big dumb idiot. Right. But in this one, they, like, completely switch. Yes. And Nick Frost is... Yeah. Like, got his life together. Mm-hmm. Like, understands what's going on. And Simon Pegg is the one that's like, yes, go drink beer. Right. And, like, I appreciate it and I like it, but I just feel like because I was introduced to them as, like actors in the same movie mm-hmm. as a certain way. I liked them more in the original Shaun of the Dead yeah. after like whatever. And like again, I like it like this, but it's just weird because I'm just like, no, you're supposed to be like a little bitch nerd. Yeah. And you're supposed to be the fun one. Yep. Who like doesn't give a fuck. So it's just very interesting the differentiation. Interesting. You're such a gross little weirdo. Is she? Like, honestly, though, it is. I hate that. That's the worst part, is when you make eye contact with me, because she looks up like this and just goes, <laughs> Rita's patty pawing the blanket right like now. like a human getting on top of you, and then just, like, literally, my mom used to call it making pancakes. Oh, they, no one makes pancakes like that. Oh, they make dough. Yeah, it's like an old little woman making dough with her hands. Come on. Can come lay down. How's my angel? You make the best pancakes. But it is a little weird. But yeah, so I like this movie more than I thought I did. I remember the first time I saw this and like really hating it, and I think I avoided it. Really? And then when I watched it again, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I actually, I don't know what my problem was with this movie. Yeah, I do like it. It's just very different. Yeah. There, I just don't like. I I just like expect their characteristics to be the same throughout every single movie that they make. Mm-hmm. So it's weird than when they switch it up like this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I just like. I think it's just because of what I watched first. Honestly. Exactly. And now that we have watched all of them, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time. Let me tell you, when I'm trying to find clues for these movies, and also just a lot of time in general, googling fucking Cornettos, <laughs> or the <laughs> Cornetto trilogy, 
And I found this photo when we were watching Shaun of the Dead, and I was like, I'm going to save this because I want to show it to her when mm -hmm. it's done. And it's just like this little cartoon of Cornetto's. Oh my god, that's so cute. I love that. And then I also found this the other day. Yep. Which I like. That's funny. Do you think... Wait, are there only three flavors of Cornetto's? Though? Oh, no. Oh. And I think when I, even when I looked up, like, huh. Cornetto, I looked up, like, green Cornetto. Yeah. And there's, like, a matcha Cornetto that kept coming up, and I was mm. like, I know that that's not. No, that's not 2013. No. Green Cornetto. No. Um, that makes sense, though. I know that the classic one is the, like, vanilla with. The blue wrapper? Yeah. Flavors including strawberry, mint chocolate, nut, lemon, whippy. Ugh, love it. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day flavors. And Cornetto Soft. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, basically, there's tons of Cornettos, but they use those three. But yeah, that's it. That's, you know, episode 50, we're going to wrap up the Cornetto trilogy. Like, what the fuck do we even do now? Just kidding. I already know what movie we're watching next, <laughs> but it's like the end of an era. Yeah, it is. Because I feel like we were talking about how we have to do this. It's like we finally completed something within the podcast. Exactly. The Cornetto trilogy, which literally started from day three. Mm-hmm. Almost day one. Kind of day one because we kind of did it three and one. Day one, one episode day. three. Yeah. You got it in three days, but we got it in one day. Yeah. We've recorded everything at once. Yeah. Um, it's time for the end of this episode. I know. So, so sad. Um, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Yes. But before we go, I want to tell you about where to find us everywhere because literally all I've been doing is posting on social media for our podcast. So. That's fucking terrifying. That's you can literally from like a dating website commercial. It's like match.com. Oh, come find me. Yeah. Oh, isn't she like a stewardess or something? I have no idea, but Ugh. she's just like, come find me. And I'm always like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, even read all the You can find us on Twitter at Olivier Rose Pod. We have a Facebook page, Olivier and Rose. You can find our website at olivierrosepod.squarespace.com, which has mm -hmm. links to all of our socials as well as everywhere to listen to the podcast and a list of all episodes and all descriptions that we've ever done, as well as a like learn about us, which we should probably check because I think we were less depressed when I wrote it. So um, <laughs> we probably can't relate. Yeah, it's probably not as funny because like you, we all know comedians are depressed. depressed. Um, Sad. and then we also have our Instagram, which is also at Olivier Rose Pod. And every Flick Friday, we post a clues. masturbation video. <laughs> <laughs> every Flick Friday, we post three clues of what to like to you know let you know what this movie is going to be. And if you guess those clues right, then you get a shout out. On In the our masturbation video. <laughs> on Sorry. the podcast. 
Katie is just only thinking about <laughs> masturbation. I think we it's funny. I'm further so need to wrap this up. Um, but the shout out this week, in true <laughs> Olivier Rose fashion, in true this is our 50th episode, is fucking Kendi Lal. No. She always gets it. She always knows the clues. She's like the only one who interacts. So once again, thanks, Kendra. Love you. Mean it. We appreciate someone who, you know, plays along. Exactly. Helps us out. Helps us out. Yeah. But yeah, find us on all the socials. Just search Olivia Rose Pod. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. I think that's it. Podcast Addict. I don't know. Uh, there's probably others. Basically, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Yeah. And listen to us every other Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Because on Wednesdays, we post. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Have a great time. Love you so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.